Welcome to the Online Entrepreneur Experience podcast that details the ins and outs, the how-tos, and the ups and downs of living a life of an online business owner. What's going on? Welcome to another episode of Deuces and the Viking. We're going to slay it like the online entrepreneurs that uh, we are. So you guys uh, better be prepared. Is, is there anything that you want to say to them before I tell them about the 99 Problems but Success Ain't One uh, podcast that we're about to do? <laughs> Just make sure, leave a comment. If you find any value in these videos, make sure you tell us about it. Let us know in the comments. We will always reply to you. And of course, always hit that bell notification to not miss any of this value. I mean, like, there's no if, ands, buts about it. They're getting value here today, baby. Let's go. <laughs> let's go. Oh, Renee was telling me how pumped he was with this episode. Let's let's see the <laughs> amount of energy that he suits on this one. So let's, uh, I'm looking forward to it. So what we're going to talk about today, guys, is honestly, if you want to be part of the one percenters, and I'm sure you guys have all heard about the one percenters club, um, you have to do what the 99% are not willing to do. And essentially, we're going to go over the habits, routines, the rituals, the things that you need to be doing to be able to be part of that one percenter club. Um, and the reason why um, it's inexclusive is because anybody can reach it, but just so many people are unwilling to do what it takes. That's exactly have, right. Have you seen that a lot, bro? Oh, totally. All the time. You know, I mentor a lot of people that they they get so excited. They, they're so excited to start and they overestimate their first year, first month of the type of success they're going to have, the house that they're going to buy and what they're going to do with this swimming pool full of money in one year. And what they don't realize is, well, what do you mean I have to do X or Y? I don't want to do that. Well, what happened to your big goals, buddy? What happened to your uh, your fancy house and all this stuff? It's going out the window because you've got to do that extra little bit in order to reach those heights that you planned for yourself for this upcoming year. Yeah, it was funny. I was listening to this thing. It just popped up on my TikTok earlier today when I was waiting for some food to be finished cooking. And uh, one of the, the, the guy was saying, he's like, it's so funny. He's like, I can teach any 19-year-old out there how to make a million dollars in 10 years. So by the time they're 29, before they hit 30, they can be a millionaire. But if I told them that I could do that with, for them in the next 10 years, but for three months, they had to make zero dollars. How many of them do you think are willing to do that? And the, the thing is, is exactly what you're saying is most people are unwilling to make no money or negative money to be able to learn, grow, develop, uh, put in the reps and basically expand themselves to be able to put themselves in a situation to win. Most people are not willing to do that. 99% of people will not sacrifice three months of their lives being 100% committed with return of zero to be able to get to where they want to go. And I think that is one of the most disheartening things. It's honestly like it's been through, we're on the third month of 2022 right now. It, it feels like 2022 just started, uh, right? Like it, yeah, yeah, time, totally. time honestly flies. Like time goes by so freaking fast. But when you're thinking about the future, all of a sudden you're like, no, that's far too long. You know what I mean? No, oh, totally. I mean, when you think a year, that, that seems like it's a long time. You've got so much time to figure things out and get things done. Well, 
like Mark said, it's it's already March. It's March 8th today, the day that we're recording this. And soon it's going to be April. And then as soon as April hits, next thing you know, kids are going off to the next year of school and you're buying Christmas presents. Like <laughs> That's how fast the time flies. And it's it's about focus to make sure that you reach that extra little 1% because time does fly. It goes so fast. And, and a lot of times because it goes so fast, people are so caught up in the day to day. And it was like, I, I started redoing some stuff that uh, I kind of took a backseat to in some p- positions within our company and everything like that just recently. And for most people, they would just like want to just jump in 10 feet, take on everything at one time. I need everything all at one time. I need all the results all at one time. I need it all. I need it today. And if I'm not going to get it today, I'm going to stop. I'm going to burn myself up. Uh, but for me, I'm just like, I don't really care. I know success will come. Like, and that's the thing. It's just like most people, they're so fin- focused on the end result. And that is what 99% of people will do is just focus on the end result. And it's because of the thing that Renee talks about all the time is about being transactional. Transactional. So many people are transactional because they're always focused on the end result. What am I going to get from this equation? And I need it already in my bank account. I need it already in my hand. I need to already feel it. I need that instant gratification from this transaction that I'm about to do. And they're so focused on that instead of just focused on like, what am I looking to get out of this? I'm, I'm, I'm looking to change some people's lives. I'm looking to change my own life. I'm looking to get up to the next tier. And for me right now, because I had some rust on me, it's just, I'm just looking to have some fun and dust off the rust, put in the reps and get my confidence and conviction back for some things that I haven't done. And for most people, they can't think of like, oh, I need to put in reps. Most people would just be like, oh, I need to already be Kobe Bryant. I need to already be shooting those three, three pointers while I'm being triple teamed and there's zero seconds left on the clock. I need to be hitting that shot. Like, why am I not hitting that shot already, Renee? Why am I not hitting it? Love the energy. So there's a saying, it's the juice has to be worth the squeeze. And for those who don't know, it just means the work you put in has to give you the results that you want. Now, there's so many people like Mark saying that just want the juice. They're focused so much on the juice and they might be squeezing a little bit, but there's just a little bit more they need to do. But what they don't understand, you got to plant the tree first. You got to plant the tree. You got to water it. It's a daily routine to grow that tree. Now you can start squeezing because if you don't have a tree and you don't have fruit, you're not going to produce any juice. If that makes sense. Oh, 1000%. I think it's such a great analogy because it's something that takes time. Like it's something that you can't get tomorrow. And to, to you have to be patient with it. And the patience is one of those things that 99% of our culture just do not have anymore, right? Yeah. Um, and I, I was listening to this thing earlier today, and I, I know Renee also listened to it at the exact same time, and it all speaks to the exact same thing. So, it, it, and this is the thing that where people do have patience um, is, is a place it's just like, okay, you go get this job and you're like, okay, I have this job. I'm going to retire at 65. And if I, if I follow these steps and I go till 65, I should be able to retire. And um, for the rest of my life after 65, I'll be able to, to not work and just relax and everything like that. So I'm ready to be patient and wait out the next 40 years of my working life. 
uh, slaving away, doing things I don't want to do, doing things that I don't like to do, wasting all that time, missing special occasions, not going on vacations, all of those kind of things. Because at 65, this magical age, I get to retire. And they're okay with that. And I'm sure you're thinking like, Mark, yeah, of course, why wouldn't I be okay with that? Well, are you guaranteed that you'll be able to be in the place at 65, like that you can retire? I know my dad, he couldn't retire when he was 65. That like his body was so banged up at 65, they tried to force retire him. And he's like, man, I can't afford to retire. I need to continue to work. And he actually went to court and, and was like, no, you need to get me back. Like I need to get back in there. And he did because he was part of a union and everything like that. He was able to start working, but his body was just so broken down at that point in time that he had to retire at 66 and a half, not well off, not comfortable, not blessed, not being able to go shoot golf all throughout his late 60s, 70s, and all throughout the future. No, he has so many body issues because of all the blood, sweat, tears that he had to put in through for all of those years. So most people are okay with that. Most people are like, and the analogy that this guy used was, he was like, okay, so to be an investment banker, to be able to make $10 million a year, which was the amount that he wanted to make per year, um, like investment banking was one of the only um, actual jobs that would be able to do that. And in, in 10 to 20 years, he should be able to hit that standard. But that's no guarantee. And he didn't want to wait 10 to 20 years to be able to do that because he would have wasted his youth. He, and by the time he actually had this money, he wouldn't have the energy and uh, want that lifestyle and be able to really care and utilize that. So he was just like, why do I, why, why do I want that there? Or I could choose this other path of investing in myself and believing in myself. And I could actually make 10 to 20 million in the next one to two years. If I just find the right people to be around, find the right opportunity, put in all the work, dedicate myself, dedicate myself to the craft, and then I'm actually in charge of what my future holds and how it all works. That's amazing. And what what the issue is, I find anyway, is that the whole work-life culture that we have in our society today, you can show up to work and you could do literally nothing all day, but as long as you're there, you're still going to get paid. And that, <laughs> that just makes it so that people don't want to put in more effort than is needed. So if you are a good employee, you're the one who does what is told. That's all it is. And it's actually the guy that invested in himself, took the risk. And like what Mark was saying, it's that guy, your boss, who's going to be rich and who's going to be able to retire early because now he's got you building his dream for him. And it's, it's sad because Mark's father, you know, he couldn't retire at 65 and they were trying to push him out, but his body couldn't work anymore. And his finances couldn't pay for all of his expenses. So what do you do? How do you get from where you are today to hitting that extra 1% to become one of the one percenters, right? And I, a lot of the time it's investing in yourself. And I would say like pretty much the only time it's investing in yourself. I, I think I, I misspoke there and I'll, I'll definitely rescind that. Can you take that off the record? Can you, can you swipe that? 
Yeah, just hold on. Let me. Yeah, okay, start. thank you. Like, we don't want that. <laughs> but like, it, it, and that's it. Like, if you want those things, you have to invest in yourself. That is the only way to be able to accelerate the growth of your life and actually be able to to have control when you're going to be able to say have that wealth or have that comfortability. And will it be easy? No, but nothing that is worth getting is is ever going to be easy. And if you think there's the, such thing as overnight successes, it's just people really poorly misleading you. And it's so horrible that people do that. But there is no overnight success. But I mean, you can do it in a short amount of time. Like I was able to quit my job in less than six months. And I'm sure most people would do that. But for the first two months of me starting my online business and working through it, I made zero dollars. Like actually, not only did I make zero dollars, is I like invested tons of money. And I was running deficits as my wife is saying like, oh, I would have quit by now. Are you ready to quit? Are you, are you going to quit? And like, those are the things. And it's just like, but you have to, you have to know like what the outcome is. It's just like, are you ready to, to wait it out to, are you ready to be patient to, to be 65 and potentially not be in a good position because you're probably not in a good position now. So what's to say that things are going to change over the next 30, 40 years. Um, and so what's going to say that you're going to miraculously get paid more. I mean, like the, the inflation rate that we just have seeing right now is like oh. 30%, uh, yeah, <laughs> it's baffling you. numbers. You. <laughs> like just, I, I, I can't, I can't even express how baffling it is, uh, for the numbers of inflation. So how does it, how do you think the future is going to be brighter for you if you're on the same pathway and you know, you're not going to get 30% raises or even 10% raises for most jobs. So how can you ever think that, the that you're ever going to be in a better place? um at 65 like to me i think that's just like ignorant and excuse my my language and i don't mean to be a jerk about it but that's 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 it like you're just being ignorant about it and being ignorant bliss and you're going to get to that age and then not only are you going to be unhappy with yourself and have to go find another job that until you're 70 75 and your age and your back hurts all those kind of things and it's just super unfortunate for you um, but you're the only one to blame for it because you decided that you had this opportunity. There's never been a play time in our society ever that there's not been more money out there. And yeah. that time is now. Um, and you are directly uh, totally awake and making and cognitive and making those decisions of not investing in yourself. So that's only the only way that you're ever going to be able to become that one percenter. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I don't know if anyone's ever seen my little silicone bracelet I wear all the time, but I found this in a store and it's, it says deuces right on it. So I had to buy it. I didn't care what it said, but it says trust the process. And it rings so true to what we're talking about right now, because if you invest in yourself and you start, you know, setting out these goals of these, houses and all this money that you're going to make within your first year, you have to start with trusting the process. Like I said, planting that tree. And it all starts with investing in yourself. Like what Mark is, is rapping about here. Investing in yourself is, is there's so many different ways you can invest in yourself. I mean, it's your education. There's tons of information. You just put it in this little thing called Google. And how do you spell that? <laughs> Are we going to say that every time? I say every it? time, bro. It's, it's part of our show now. It's part of our show. I'm sorry. Okay. Um, not going to spell it. Uh, <laughs> open Chrome. It's right there. Uh, 
you can get all sorts of information about anything that you want to self-educate on. And if you are going to take the time to self-educate yourself, do it in a way that it's going to pay back tenfold. So investing, I mean, you can learn about investing in cryptos or investing in stocks or just investing in yourself, period, is the way to go from being the 99% of the 99% or the 1% of the 1%. And like, and honestly, like, like from, for, from me, my, my oldest sister, she, she invested in herself into sewing and like my grandma is being like a sore her whole life. She built like uh, sews everyone quilts and everything like that. That's always everyone's wedding gift and everything. Uh, she's a farmer, you know, that's, that's their thing. Right. Love it. Um, so like th- that's the thing. And then that passed on to my mom and that passed on to my sister. Um, so anyways, like, and then my sister continued with it and continued with uh, the sewing and everything like that. And then she decided, like, she got really good at it. And she started partnering up with these dolls, like these, I forget what they're called, but they're super expensive. I think for the dolls, I think they range anywhere from like 300 to $1,000 for these dolls. They're, they're super difficult to make. Um, but they're super nice. People love it. Niche product, right? So she learned how to like make these things. But the problem was, is the time that it took her at the beginning to to make these dolls, she was getting paid like four bucks an hour. But she did it and did it and did it and put in the reps and continued to do it more. But she was also designing clothes for them. And she could have quit. She could have been like, four dollars is not enough an hour. (laughs) It's not, guys. (laughs) But she didn't do that. Um, cause she had passion for it. She loved doing it and she loved the, like the feeling all about it and everything like that. She continued to do it. And then she was sewing these outfits where people that were in that community, they're just like, we can't make outfits that nice for these things. So then she stopped making the dolls, which were the thing that were the hardest part of the whole thing that, that didn't make the most money for her. Um, and she started just selling the clothes. And last year, I remember when my, my mom was visiting me, they put their clothes up on like uh, Etsy and they had the, a flash sale. I forget when it was, but they put this flash sale out. And I think she had 100 outfits and 100 outfits because of the, the company that she brought, the, the people that follow her and all that type of stuff. The 100 outfits were gone within, I think, three hours for 100 outfits of this niche doll product. And they're gone. And I think they were, I don't know, like $80 an outfit or something like that for a doll's clothes. Like, like just a crazy amount, but it was for dolls, clothes, niche, and it, it, people wanted it. And she was putting on a quality good. So if she would have just quit because she was making $4 an hour, like she would never have been in this position, but now she works from home. Uh, she's created a business. She's created a brand and she has a big following that when she releases things and if she wants to make more, she always has an audience that's going to snap it up like this. And it's because she put in the reps and everything like that. But you have to be willing to put in that 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 hardship, like uh, Renee always talks about, that transaction of being able to not get anything, not get, get any transaction to the end, just because you know that the end result will, will be there. And you just have to, if you put in it long enough and you do the right steps and you have the right people around you and you're willing to be open to it, you will make it, right? Yeah, 100%. And I didn't even know that about your sister. So that's pretty amazing um, to push through. I mean, I would have quit. First of all, I'm not that good at sewing. <laughs> Second of all, $4 an hour. Mm. No, I couldn't do it. 
And, and, and that, that's it. You have to believe in what you're doing. I, I couldn't do it either. I have just no patience for sewing. It's, I don't, I don't, like I ripped my jacket the other day and I was like, yeah, I'm going to throw this thing in the garbage or just wait until my mom comes and visits me. <laughs> uh, it's, it's just, it's, it's one of those things. It's just like, it doesn't uh, like when you, when you don't have passion for it. And that's one of those things I know that you and me always talk about um, that it, it, like you have to find the passion within our, in the business and stuff like that. Um so you can continue to double down. Like I wasn't passionate at one point in time about videos, but now it's honestly arguably my favorite part about the whole, whole my whole business. And it came from the place that's something it took me 11 months to do one of. And I sucked at, just like fell flat in my face. But because I was willing to figure that out and create that high income skill, now I can make a high income from doing it, right? <clears throat> well, it's about putting in the reps too. Like you can, I've said this so many times, you can gain the knowledge. You can invest in your own self-education. Um, but if you don't put those things that you just learned into practice, it's it's applied knowledge is power. So Mark could have just given up after that first video, but he didn't. And he's actually going through a course right now. Actually, he's probably finished it now um, about YouTube videos. And he's constantly investing in himself and a self-education mostly, uh, but he's, he's pushing through. He's, he's already reached success, but now he's pushing even further to get more knowledge, more applied knowledge, and to just get that much more successful because the more successful he gets, the more he can help other people reach their goals as well. And that's what this is all about, really. 100% man like it, in the end of the day like why stop just because you get a little bit of success like why stop there like honestly is that is that what any anybody ever does to to like they start something so they can get a little bit of success like oh yeah I made a couple thousand dollars uh, that, that was good enough I'll just go back to my life that was yeah. that was the reason why I, did. I just wanted to yeah. make a couple thousand dollars. yeah that's all that's it. But guys, I, I really hope you have kind of got a better understanding of what it takes to to be that one percent because honestly it doesn't take a lot but you still have to do it like it, it's it's crazy the the real like line there is to get to the one percenter club but the majority of it is is just persistence patience continuous effort and just relentless desire for whatever goal that you have and just not focused on anything else but the task at hand that that you're doing. And if you guys do that, like you will one day, maybe it's not today, maybe it's not this year, maybe it's not in 2023, but maybe it's 2024, maybe it's 2026. It will happen. You just have to be consistent with it. Eventually you will blow up. I was listening to, to Mr. Beast earlier today. And I don't know if any of you guys know who Mr. Beast was, um, but or is uh, he's he's still existing. Uh, <laughs> um, he started his YouTube channel when he was 11 years old. Nobody was on YouTube, none of those kind of things, none of that stuff. Uh, right. He deleted all his videos because at 13, one of the kids in his class found out that he had a YouTube channel, so he stopped it. Went all the way up to like 18 years old, who's making maybe. Uh, maybe a couple hundred bucks a month. And then his mom said that either you have to go get a job or you got to go to college. He's like, okay, I'm going to go to college. But at this moment in time, I hate school. I hate it so much that I would rather do some very, very bad things to myself uh, than go to school ever. 
Uh, so he made his mom pay for him to go to community college and he knew that he had three months to be able to get his YouTube channel to the place that uh, was profitable so he could go live on his own. And every day he did a nonstop studying. Uh, he would look at a hundred different thumbnails and wh why one worked better than the other and did all this obsessive culture around it to be able to, to find out what was actually working, what was, what was not working on it. Um, to the fact that he got one photo video that blew up, made 20K off that one video, told his mom what actually happened. She was super mad. He said he was moving out the next day and moved out, moved into a place with a, with a roommate. And he continued down that pathway of masterminding with other people that were on the exact same path that were like obsessive compulsive, just like him, of finding all those things. He sat on the computer for eight to 13 hours every single day and masterminding um, to figure it out until the, he became a millionaire. And now he gets to be a philanthropist. Say the word for me. Philanthropist. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and, and he gets to give so much more money back. And he lives very, very minimalistic because his goals were just to be able to impact the world in a good way. And But it took him six years to be able to start monetizing. Yeah. The way that he could actually live on it. But if he just had that one, two-month view on it, like. But, yeah, so. Sorry. Sorry, did I interrupt you? No, I was actually just going to kick it back to you. I'm like, I have nothing else to talk on this one. <laughs> I just want to leave you with one last little nugget. Um, Alex Armazi, one of my favorite influencers that I follow pretty well religiously. Every Sunday I go and <laughs> sit down and watch his YouTube videos. But uh, he said it best. He said, most people do 90% of the work. And they can get some success from that. But if they just went that extra 10%, it might take 5x effort, but you'll get 20x result just from that one extra 10% of being obsessive like Mr. Beast. And with that, guys, that's it for us today. Leave a comment and let me know what you plan on doing for self-education. I'd love to hear from you. And with that, catch you next time. Take care, guys. Thanks for tuning into the Online Entrepreneur Experience. Don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss any episodes that we're releasing and any of these amazing pieces of value that we're giving out. And if you could take the time out of your day and leave us a review, we'd be so grateful. We look forward to seeing you on that next episode.